All right, we are back. I want to bring on my last guest, author Julia Cameron. She's author of the best-selling book, The Artist's Way, and also her latest book is Life Lessons, 125 Prayers and Meditations. Good morning, Julia. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. You're very welcome. So tell me, what inspired you to write this book, Life Lessons? Well, I live alone up the mountain from the plaza in Santa Fe, Mm -hmm. and it was a snowy winter night, uh, and I was looking out my windows, and I, we had a bear in the neighborhood. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, so I was looking out the window and feeling threatened. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I think I better pray. Oh, yes. So I started praying, uh, and I was making an attempt to sort of soothe my anxiety. Uh, and what happened was that the prayers just seemed to flow through me very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I realized, oh, my God, I'm writing a book. <laughs> That's great. Is this how the previous book came about, The Artist's Way? How, what inspired you for that one? Because that's a bestseller. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, I think The Artist's Way had two factors involved. One of them was my temper. I'm Scottish, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I felt that artists were being misunderstood and mistreated. And so I wanted to write a manifesto. I like that. So that was that. The other thing was that I had fallen in love with a man who was a blocked writer. Mm-hmm. So I found myself writing, what can I do to unblock him? Oh, okay. uh, so the book was was dedicated to him. I later married him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the artist's way was half temper and half love. I love it. Now, your latest book, Life Lessons, there's, there's a lot of great insights because there are, are expressions of spiritual comfort uh, for people that are going through the loss of a loved one. Uh, maybe they want to have some order in their lives. They, they're just, they feel like they're so critical, they're lonely. Uh, do you want to touch on some of the things that are in the book? Well, I think I'd like to to go to number 109, which is my f- very favorite. Okay. I got uh, right and here. it is a prayer about loneliness. As I said, I was living up the mountain isolated. Got it. So it goes, lonely one, we are with you at all times, although you seldom sense our presence. We are by your side closer than your breath. When you need companionship, turn to us. More than any human, we are your friend. When you crave company, come to us with your craving. Allow us to soothe the anxious pangs of loneliness. We are with you now. That's beautiful. How did these make you, I mean, these must have made you feel so safe and comforted when you wrote these. Well, that was exactly what the aim was, to feel safe, comforted, protected, guided, uh, and to just affirm that there was a benevolent force or forces looking out after us. Well, there are so many. There Are there a few more that you want to read? Because I'd love you to read a few more if you'd like to. Okay. Do you have- Little one. Learn to take first things first. Order your day according to our guidance. Put first those things we indicate, 
As you follow our direction, you will experience well-being. The orderly timing of events brings peace to your psyche. Say to yourself, I will be done, and then follow your intuition. Remember that G-O-D stands for good orderly direction. Mm. I love it. How do you think these prayers and meditations would help someone who considers themselves kind of spiritually blocked? Well, I think the prayers are very simple and straightforward, uh, and that they they coax and cajole rather than bludgeon. They are are more uh, attuned to kindliness uh, and ease and gentleness than they are to rigor. Mm-hmm. So I think that for people who have a, a, a negative God concept, if you would, uh, or maybe they don't believe in God at all, okay. these are prayers which, when you read them, calm the psyche. Which we could all use at times. Yes, I think <laughs> so. Could you, could you say this book could be used in conjunction with your other book, The Artist's Way? I think it can be. I think that uh, the prayers in this book are like distillate. Mm-hmm. They're very uh, condensed and very potent. And the artist's way is longer essays. So you have uh, an essay on the nature of God and on uh, abundance, uh, and that may be 10 or 15 pages. And then when you look in life lessons, you find it's two little prayers. Okay. You know, I want to ask you, why do you think so many of us, we we want to be more spiritual, but we find it so difficult to do that? Well, you know, I think we have uh, a great deal of propaganda, if you will, uh, about God. Uh, And when I say God, I mean a benevolent force you can say the universe, the muse, uh, any, uh, it doesn't matter what you call it. But I think that many of us were brought up to believe in a God that was authoritarian, mm-hmm. judgmental, punishing, usually masculine. Right. Uh, and so I think that we find it hard uh, to believe at first that there is something which is benevolent and intimately involved with our lives. And what I wanted these prayers to do is to be intimate. And I think they succeed. I I think so, too. So tell me what the primary message you hope readers take away from this book. Okay, I would say there is a benevolent something that intends you great good. That makes sense when I was reading the book. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Even if you're not religious, it just felt like it would give you a, a bit of inner peace and calm. Well, that was, that was my hope. I, mm-hmm. As I said, I, I wrote them to soothe my own anxiety, and uh, as I wrote them, I found myself growing calm. I love that. The theme of my show, the name of my show, is Get the Funk Out. And we all go through these personal and professional times that are really, really tough. And perhaps you're lonely, you're facing a breakup, 
you're not sure about that job that has the great paycheck because you're really unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. I feel like th- th- this is very soothing, this book. Thank you. I, that was my intention, and I'm so happy that it was fulfilled. Now, before we wrap up, I do want to mention, Julia, you've written more, more than 40 books. Yes. Wow. I've, I'm 69, and I've been writing a book a year. Fantastic. What is your process like? Is it, does it take you a long time to write the book? I mean, that's a great goal, a book a year. Well, it, it takes uh, not so much a length of time as it does drafts. Mm-hmm. So I write my first draft, and then I show it to a few selected readers, and they come back to me with their, their comments which are not always positive, uh, and then I rewrite the book and send it to them again. Mm-hmm. And then about the third time through rewriting the book, I send it to my publisher, Putnam. Okay. So right now I'm writing a book called Write for Life, uh, and I have just made a video uh, of tips for writing. Oh, that's great. So, Where can people find out? more about that video because I, I feature a lot of different uh, writers on my show. It sounds good. Thank you. JuliaCameronLive.com Okay. And I uh, also want to add you're a novelist, playwright, songwriter, and poet. Yes, I have a play going up in New York in March. I'm very excited. What's uh, it called? You know, before I wrote The Artist's Way and became known as a teacher, mm-hmm. uh, I was a writer uh, a creative writer and an artist, and I still have to juggle the teaching and the creativity uh, in order to feel fulfilled. I think it's great. Sometimes you feel like, wow, I'm doing so many things. Should I focus on one thing? But we have a lot of interests. Right, and we, we have a, a tendency to condemn ourselves and say, oh, you're such a dilettante. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people is, no, you are multifaceted. And you can't deny that. I mean, I have a lot of different interests, and you just, you have to fulfill those interests in order to find meaning and be happy. Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. And you also have credits in theater and film and television. Yes, people forget that I wrote for Miami Vice. Oh, you did? They think of, uh, sometimes uh, they read the prayer book and they think, oh, St. Julia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a, a, a history of writing for Rolling Stone, writing for American Film, writing oh. for Miami Vice. All uh, kinds of things. All sorts of things, yes. A broader spectrum. And you never know what one thing is going to lead to another or a new interest. I think that's true. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I have found myself wanting to oil paint lately. Oh, that's good. Is that a new interest? It's a very old interest. Oh. I, did, uh, I did some oil painting about 20 years ago, and then I just got caught up with my books and I let it go. And now I find myself thinking, oh, it would be lovely to pick up a brush. Oh, you should do it. I think I will. And maybe you could take some pictures of your creations and put them on your website. Uh-huh. That'd I be could. wonderful. So um, can you mention your website one more time before we wrap up? Yes. 
the website is juliacameronlive.com. Perfect. Julia, thank you so much for calling in the show. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. Me too. Have a wonderful day. Okay. Bye. Bye. That was author Julia Cameron, who also wrote the best-selling book, The Artist's Way. Uh, she's written a new book, Life Lessons, 125 Prayers and Meditations. All the info is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. That's a wrap for me. Uh, and if you uh, stay tuned, great show coming up next, Sheldon Abbott, Cure for the Blues. I'll be back next week. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. 